for the thousands in attendance. Get ready. And the millions watching around the world. For the best debate show in sports. What up, those sports and entertainment with Marcus Conley and Gabe Finefter. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon. It's March, we have brackets, and even if you offered us three first-round picks, we would still give you a red-headed stepchild in return. <laughs> it's the What Up Doe Sports and Entertainment Podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us again. We just had another video go over a thousand views. Appreciate every single last one of you. Keep this gravy train rolling, keep it up. Marcus is still on suspension for the anti-Semitic comments he made and has been traded from the Miami. Why do we keep confusing him for Myers Leonard? Anyway, Marcus is busy. He's got some work to do. This is his last week out. Benjamin Augusta, our handsome, talented narrator, narrator, moderator, <laughs> is sitting across from me, old school, one final time before Marcus makes his return. Benjamin, how are you? Doing well, doing well. March Madness. The Madness is among us. Dun, 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 so it's going to be dun, good. Dun. Obviously, we're going to go uh, game by game. Oh, 100% game by game. In-depth analysis, especially on the Baylor-Hartford matchup. Sneaky could cover. They're minus one. They're minus 23. <laughs> yeah, they got a guy, uh, Braylon Konefsky. Mm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable from three. Um, he can't jump over a phone book, but no. he has shot 48% on the year yes. in the MIAC conference. <laughs> Doing an excellent job leading the um, fighting condoms uh, to a outstanding record the fighting of 22 and 7. Unbelievable. Okay. Uh, obviously, we're not doing that, <laughs> the guys. fighting condoms. This is, this is what up, though. We 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 don't bore you today. No, no, we don't. And I'm gonna There's go a reason rant about it's that. called sports and entertainment. Entertainment. Because we're getting you harder than an Alaskan build drip in February. Boom. That's boom, right. Boom, boom. Anyways, uh before we tickle your balls and talk about the NCAA tournament. As much as we would like to tickle your balls. As much as we would like <laughs> to tickle those jewels. <laughs> We're going to talk NFL because, as you know about football, it's year-round. No off-season right no now. Off Free season. agency season. Shefty's fingers are oh burning, baby! Goodness. Shefty's fingers are going crazy! My goodness. The BlackBerry, the iPhone, the Android, whatever. He's the, he I, I would say he's one of the hardest-working guys in sports. Yeah, absolutely. This and he's guy, the most I, I swear he's never on vacation. Never! And he's always like I've got the seen, jump. I've seen Ian Rappaport on vacation. Never seen Shefty. I've never seen Shefty on vacation. You've never seen Shefty on and vacation. And I've seen him dead tired on it. They, oh, they torture, torture that man. Him on Get Up and whatnot. You see the bag. <laughs> one time I saw bags under his eyes. He looked like he had a Coke binge for the past three weeks. <laughs> he looked like John Jones. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Before the Jesus and all that. Don't kick my ass, John. Okay. So... <laughs> Of course, this is a Detroit show, so we're going to start with a little bit of Detroit Lions free agency news. Lions? As Chris Bergman would say. So, starting off. Boo, 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 boo. Okay. We're actually making logical 
dare I say, good move? Yeah, really. This really. is weird. We're not offering Justin Coleman $40 million to play slot corner. Yeah, so uh, I got an article by Justin Rogers up here on, from the Detroit News. The Lions finalizing deal to acquire defensive tackle Michael Brockers from the Rams. The Lions appear on the verge of getting some help along their defensive line, turning to a familiar trading partner to land it. The Lions and L.A. Rams are finalizing a trade that would send defensive tackle Michael Brockers to Detroit in exchange for a future seventh round pick. What? Seventh round pick. Brockers was selected in the first round of the 2012 draft, 14th overall. 30 years old, he's entering his 10th season, having played nine with the Rams, and he started 15 games last season, tallying five sacks. And he's good. And he's actually good. He's a very good player. Five sacks as a D-tackle. As a D-tackle. As a D-tackle. He's pretty damn good. The cap-strapped Rams reportedly attempted to rework Brocker's contract before considering a trade. Uh, and, uh, and he uh, said, I uh, can't uh, go for uh, that. Uh, uh, hey. Is this you? That is me. There okay. we go. Okay, there we go. There okay. we go. I couldn't go. hear myself. My bad. I couldn't hear the myself. The Lions, after cutting several veterans in recent days, including defensive tackle Danny Shelton, Bye-bye. are in position to absorb Brocker's hefty $8.5 million cap hit. The move clears $7.2 million off the books for the Rams. So... Uh, the veteran defensive lineman has appeared in at least 13 games each season, including 63 of 64 Stable. starts. Stable guy? So he's not injury prone. No. Uh, top tier run defender. He also provides some juice as a pass rusher, uh, generating 30 or more quarterback pressures three of the past four years, according to Pro Football Focus. Gotta love PFF. So. The trade, once finalized, will mark the second time Holmes has negotiated a deal with the Rams. The organization has worked for the previous 18 years. Okay, blah, 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 blah. Okay, <laughs> so the question blah, 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 blah. is simple for this one. Yes. Um, do you like the signing? And why do you think Why do you think the Rams only took a seventh-round pick for them? I love it more than any. I had to triple and double-check to see if it was real. A seventh-round... They gave him up for nothing. Literally, for no- what? What's a seventh round pick gonna do? Tom Brady was a six rounder. <laughs> Can't find any gems past that. It's 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 uh, it's honestly odd because the Lions, dare I say, are making logic. Uh, on top of this, re-signing Romeo Okora to a good, not great deal for the cap, but uh, what they sign him to? I believe thirty some odd million over three years. He's he's getting a little over ten a year. Okay. Which I would have bad. to I would have to see what it's compared to the other DMs right, in the but league. Not terrible for me to talk. Uh what? The signing of uh Jamal Williams is huge, a great pass blocking runner to go along with DeAndre Swift. I uh, mean that's a two year deal yep. worth up to seven and a half. Pretty damn for good. For Jamal Williams. If you guys remember, he was the Packers backup behind Aaron Jones. Yeah, before Jones decided to separate himself from the crowd. But you know, you got some speedy wideouts and a Terrell Williams, I believe, on a one year deal, John Ross on a one year deal. That's the signing. I like the most. Mr. John Ross, the fastest man to come out of the NFL. Terrell Williams. Terrell Williams. Deep, deep threat. He, on the Raiders, he didn't do jack no. crap. But his rookie year on the charge. Very good. 
When he was in L.A., man, he was good. Thousand-yard receiver. He was a thousand-yard receiver with old-ass Philip Rivers and his noodle arm. <laughs> with his with the, ugliest, the ugliest release in football. Absolutely. How he managed to put up like 60,000 yards with that ugly release is beyond me or anyone else. But they're actually ma- – I mean, don't get me wrong. We're all trying to tank here. We're, you're, you're trying to get this yeah. rebuild going. So that's, yeah. But I mean – in, in the course of this free agency, the Lions have actually turned at least one weakness on the team in the defensive line to, dare I say, I wouldn't say a strength, quote unquote, but I mean, what? You got Okwara, you got Brockers, you got uh, uh, Flowers. Uh, what Okora's a uh, wash to me, but I know. Uh, I mean, still an average, whatever. Uh, Okora's cousin, uh, the, the other Okora coming off the edge, Julian. Julian Okora. I mean, it's a, I would say at least at this time, average defensive line that you will at least have to account for somewhat. Brockers is no scrub. Okora, obviously, you know, with a 10 and a half plus sack season is no scrub. You know, he's not the second coming of, of LT or nothing, but no scrub. F- Flowers with the jury, I suppose, might be out, but you never know with under a new regime. Uh and you got a healthy edge rusher in Julian Okora. I think the defensive line at this point is actually, I would say, at you know middle of the pack NFL wise, which is a hell of a lot better than it was prior to you know free agency season. Uh, obviously, Marvin Jones has left. Um, Marvin Jones taking, I believe, a three-year deal with the Jags, so yes. we're losing a, a little bit there. Found out by the way, he's third. All time in Lions touchdown receptions with 36. Did you know that? Are you serious? He's th- that's how awful the franchise is. That's pathetic. He's third all time in receiving touchdowns, and that's he was with pathetic. the team for five years, six years. Um, when did we pick him up? I would say we picked like 2014, him up like 2014, 20 no later than that. 2015, 2016. Okay, so yeah, been with the team. 2016, I think. Five, uh, four or five years, something like yeah. that. Yeah, he's third all time. Uh, at this point, you know, it's just I'm really, really liking. You know, there's no head scratchers. There's no signing Jesse James to a thirty something year, uh, thirty million something a year deal. There's no Justin Coleman stupid moves. There's no smartest man in the move in the room type moves. These are logical. If the Rams call you and say, Michael Brockers, what seventh rounder? Let's make it happen. What? Huh? Brad Holmes has been making the L.A. Rams his little girlfriend. And I've been uh, loving every second of it. I really have. You don't think there's a reason why they gave him up for us? So I think round. they're just so cap heavy right now with, with Stafford on there, with Cooper, with Donald, with Jalen Ramsey. They well, got a lot of max contracts. You're right. You're right. They have a lot of max contracts and not a lot of money to throw around right, right. now. Right. I I but mean, let me play devil's advocate. Please. Why do you think Brockers has been so productive? Is it because uh, uh, and that's the one that's the is one it because thing because he's great or is it because he lined up next to the greatest defensive player in the league yeah, for the that, past 4 years. Listen, that definitely has to do with it because when you have a guy like Aaron Donald who literally takes 3 offensive linemen to block, it's a little bit easier I suppose to patch right. Brockers though 
as far as physical-wise, this guy is one of the most intimidating defensive linemen you ever I believed him to be about six foot six, probably somewhere in the ballpark of the 280 range, 290 range. I would say the you know, he's not gonna come in and be the savior of the defensive line. I do believe he is good. I don't I don't think he's a scrub. I think you've seen him on tape, you've seen him like Trey Flowers. No, I think believe he's uh, much better than Trey Flowers. Okay. Uh, but I think he can be productive. I don't think he's a guy who will counter up double teams or you know like anything like that. But I think he can be a productive, good NFL defensive lineman. Now, Gabriel, let me ask you this: Draft night comes around. Yes, and because we picked up Brockers in free agency, mm-hmm. Brad Holmes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take a D end or D tackle in the first three rounds. Ooh. Now, how are we feeling about this signing? Well, what in my mock draft last week, I did only have them taking one defensive lineman uh, in uh, Rashad something or uh, I forgot his last Bob uh, Brashman, but Boshman is a B last name if I forgot. Uh, in the second round. From Alabama. From Alabama. Kids a stud. I would still really, really like that pick just because I, I, his ceiling, I believe, would be higher. Uh, you know, there's a lot of holes to fill on this defense. If he decides that, you know, this D-line is good enough this year and we're going to add a few rotational players and he wants to, as long as he's helping out the defense in the first three rounds. I don't care. I don't care where he decides that you want to get a corner. I mean, obviously, don't get another first round corner. I'll shoot myself in the head. But you want to get a corner. You want to get a linebacker. You want to get, you know, a safety. If you want, if you want, uh, no, 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 no. You I'm so, a corner at seventh overall is unacceptable. No, no, no I'm not saying. I'm saying back, back. I'm saying in in the three rounds. Let's say okay. again, you go got you, got linebacker. You. Yeah. first round. You go corner, safety, third or second, reverse, reverse, whatever, whatever. Instead of going D lineman, I'd be okay with that. But you have to, again, like we did last week, hammer the defense. You got a one, two, three, unless that third one is someone who's just dropped, 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 and you can't pass on the, you know, oh my, DK Metcalf falling into the fourth round. We, we got to do it. I know we don't have wide receiver needs, but the kids are stuck. We, we got to do it. You know well, I mean? now I would say we definitely have wide receiver needs. Well, we do. Now we now we definitely do, which, of course. Okay, Marvin Jones is gone. Kenny's about to be off out the door. Kenny, They're by the talking way. about going to the Giants with him. I've been hearing talks apparently, on Twitter. There's no, apparently, he's been getting bad-mouthed. Apparently, this Lions staff is... Really? I don't, regime, I don't think that's fair. The I don't old think that's regime, fair. apparently, it, well, I don't know if there's inside whatever, but apparently it did not end well. I got to be honest with you, man. I think Kenny made a really bad mistake. Like, just the amount of money that he, he was going to make. That he, yeah. he was going to be making, what, $18 million a year? Is that top five money had for to, receivers? Have to be. Yeah. Have to be. I don't know many others who, do, who make that much. I mean... I get it. You're young. You don't want to waste your years in Detroit. I get it. I get. I totally get it. But like, I don't. We know, know about wasting years in Detroit. Oh, do in our oh, 20s. believe me, do I? But jeez, cutting deep with that one. Yeah, we certainly do. It was 50 degrees. I got the V-neck out. That's how desperate we are. Uh, I God did it, man. Screw up. I don't know where he could possibly end up, but I don't know if he'll get. He's not going to get that kind of money. Ten million a year, maybe. Twelve. 
Wow, that's yeah, a pay cut. That's a big pay cut, but I don't I, think I he's think getting the $18 only, million a freaking year. I think the only people that are kicking the tires are the Giants. That's what I've been hearing. I have been hearing but Giant But I think talk, you're right. But I've been hearing Not that, a lot. I hear people are in Gettleman's ear, and he's like, eh, I already had one diva wide receiver who kind of screwed things up in the locker room. I never thought Kenny was a diva. Though. I don't think diva, I, I don't but he did he quit on the team. That he did quit on the team. For weeks, we oh, he could come back. He could, that dude wasn't hurt for the last few weeks of the year. He was fine. But the old, Here's, you know, you never quit on the team. I'm going to be honest you know with you, though. I don't blame him, though. I'm going to give him a bit of mulligan because he uh, was coached by one of the worst coaches I in agree. NFL Same history. Here. Same here. And that's why I don't blame him for and, being and like People got to realize. He turned down the deal when Bob Quinn yeah. and Matt Patricia yeah. were in charge. I mean, is there any way? So he I pulls, will give him yeah. some grace with that. I'll give him some grace. Is there any way he pulls an Oquara and we just don't tag him, but then re-sign him for a smaller deal? I mean, if the market just says, I don't want him tagged. Uh, to be honest, let him go. Uh, I would say let him go as well. I would say he's damn good though. I can mean, he, if if he comes groveling back for nine mil. Okay. Oh, absolute for nine. Oh, okay. come on, but come on down, Kenny G. Kiss the ring, please, please. Kiss, kiss the, the ring. ring. Kiss the Brad ring. Brad Holmes. Yes, yes. Brad, Brad Holmes says, "Kiss the ring, young man. Kiss the ring." But I mean, what? He was only had one thousand yard year. You're not gonna yeah. give a guy. A, I don't care what the market says. It was a smart move. It was a smart yeah. move to do. I, I, I've been a fan of him. It's the only Bob Quinn pick that's ever worked out. I mean, at least productive wise. Uh, I hope it works out for him, but from what I'm hearing, sure. the market for him right now is not looking too great. So back to the Jamal Williams signing. Yes. You know what that tells me? What does that tell you? Carry on days. Oh are yeah! Oh, oh, I can't believe I didn't what think I've about that. What I've been telling you guys. Yep, guys, you've been on the carry on get out of town train, guys. For he, a long he's 26 time. years old and he plays like he's 35. No knees, no nothing. No knees, injury prone. You know what? And I literally, when I was watching his draft tape way back in what was it, 2017, three years ago, yeah, 2018, yeah. I said to myself, he has a weird running style. He's got he's got those, you know, when you run with your feet in. Mm -hmm. What is that called? It's the opposite oh, of bow leg. Toed. Pigeon toed. Pigeon toed. He runs with pigeon toed. To me, that always says weak knees. Does it? I, to me, Benny J got the eye. Got the, I can see this guy. He's walking pigeon toed. Benny and he, and he was injured at Auburn. They ran and, to the ground there. Yes, you're right. They, they did run on the ground. He had a lot of he had a lot of wear and tear on those legs, on those knees, and uh, I think we should have known better. I, 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 to be honest, I was, it was definitely paused for concern. I had some concern when we drafted him. I agree. And you know what? It's come to fruition. Injury prone. He, he's not. He's never going to run 100 percent because he's always a little bit timid. He's going to be scared that he's going to blow his Achilles or ACL. Something. And you can already see DeAndre Swift is a better yeah, back yeah, in yeah. every facet. Again, maybe so that's the other that, only good Bobby Quinn pick that works out too. That's me reading the tea leaves on the Jamal Williams signing. Well, Jamal Williams is far better. And I, I mean, well, they're, they're focused with an and he's Anthony. He's more reliable. Yeah, he's Anth not going to be out correct. eight to ten weeks. Correct. And, and Anthony I, Lynn The offense. simping for carry-on these past couple well, years. Well, because he went over 100 I mean, yards, Benny. No one's oh, done that. Oh, against the trash Dolphins no in 2019. No one's done that. Oh! Reggie Bush! It's Reggie Bush! No one's done it, Benny! 
That's why. But in an Anthony Lynn offense, it's run heavy. So I do like the Jamal Williams signing. There's going to be a lot of carries for him, a lot of carries for DeAndre. This is going to be an interesting year. I'll make a prediction. Carrion doesn't see the end of the season in a Lions uni. I can, I, I think I can agree with that. I he's getting released. Nobody's uh, there's no, no market. market. There's no market for him for a what? What is he? Twenty-seven-year-old running back. Can we also not bring injury prone? Can we also not bring back Adrian Peterson? Yeah, really. I don't please. know. I, I, it's look. Please, I appreciate his time here. God bless you, brother. He's one of the greatest of all time. One of the greats of all time. Hall of Famer, first ballot. Oh, one hundred percent. But it's time to go. Yeah, it's time. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's 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 time for rebuild mode. He had that little flash in the pan with Washington. We thought yeah. he could bring some of that spark here. So, and he was just. I don't mind these little signings. If if we had a big splash signing, it would have pissed me off. Me I'll too. Be honest right because now. I'm, we're not trying to win. I, like I said. We're trying. Also, a, yeah. you know what I learned today? Uh, I was listening to 97. You know what team in the NFL is the most dead cap space? <laughs> Your Detroit Lions. Because of Stafford? Of, we have, yeah, because of Stafford, because of this new Brockers deal is going to hit the cap. We have the most dead cap space in the league. You, uh, know? you could thank Mr. Bob Quinn for that. Yes, we can. for, for sign- You know, also good for this regime for not... They cut all the red tape. They, they cleaned house. Which, thank you, God. Thank you for... That was the first sign that this regime knew what they were doing. You know what the first thing you do when you get hired into a new team? It's like what Lions do when they take over a new pride. Who is the strong ones who survive, and who do I have to kill so I can build for those future? And he just said, Justin Coleman, bye bye Jesse James, get the hell out of here. Danny Shelton, what the... Go back to freaking Hawaii. Get out of here. What the hell are you doing? Jelani Tavai, it has to be hiding underneath his blanket right now, somewhere in quarantine in his hotel room. He's he's not making a second contract. (laughs) Going, going, come on, come on. I mean, Jared Davis is gone. He signed with the Jets. He's gone. Is he gone? Jared Davis Davis is gone. Signed about a week ago. Uh, What did I tell you? Too small, man. And much like you, when I turned on the tape, when I saw him, I was like, I don't. I didn't see I, it. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't see it. In twenty seventeen, I'd never saw I it. I didn't see it. I'm like, he's okay. I can see him as like a rotation guy. Yeah. But, but this is your first round pick, and the people, wow, people compare him to Ray Lewis in the locker room. Nah, nah, I don't think they do. I think that was a. Uh, think that's uh, not true at all, Mel. No. You freaking Count Shockula looking freak. Todd, 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 Jared Davis out of Florida, six foot one, 250 pounds, reminds me of a, yeah, shut up. Quit talking like you're a 1925 reporter. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Because not everybody who uh, listens to this podcast is a Lions fan. I know that. But they all hate Mel Kuyper. <laughs> they all hate my, well, you better hate Mel I Kuyper. hope so. If you're a fan of this show... Hate Mel Kiper. What, what, once we get really into draft talk, we'll. Uh, oh, absolutely. We'll, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I know you want to transition we'll into March. Mel Kiper. Oh, it's going to be. But poor Todd McShay, every year he has to deal with that crap. So I do want, before we get to tourney talk, I do want to touch on the Patriots because I oh, think yes. it's very interesting. The, Bill Belichick is a little bit butthurt at the moment. I would say. <laughs> so I got this article pulled up by Sporting News. By the writer, I like to give credit, uh, Vinny Iyer. Vinny Iyer, subscribe. 
All right. Bill Belichick and the Patriots had plenty of money under the salary cap to spend in 2021 <laughs> free agency. <laughs> they weren't about to let Tom Brady and the Bucks own the spotlight <laughs> in the open market. No, while God Tampa, While Tampa has worked to keep a lot of key pieces Shaq, from its Super Bowl Shaq 55. Barrett, Levante David, Gronk is back, Brady restructured. While they've been busy, New England has gotten busy trying to overhaul its roster. Since the decision to re-sign Cam Newton for one year at $14 million last week, the Patriots have focused their resources on upgrading offense more than the defense. Yeah. That makes sense, as they were both number 27 in yardage and scoring last season. Oish! Low-lighted by an up-and-down play from Newton in an unfamiliar scheme, it's the biggest reason why the Patriots finished 7-9 and in 2020, ending their 11-season playoff streak. That was tied to Brady. Oish. So, anyways, let me go through some all the Patriots free agency signings <laughs> in got, 21. He's got some money. time. He got some time. Yeah, really, guys, you got some time. Jesus Christ. Hunter Henry. That was a big one. Yeah, a big one. He doesn't the Chargers have any, young tight end. Who doesn't have an ACL left to stand on. Three years, $37.5 million. Holla. Tight end Jonu Smith. Who, who I had in fantasy. Killer? For the Titans. Oh, my God. When he was healthy. Killer boy. In, in, in the middle of the season, he was kicking ass. Oh, shoot. So that's a great signing. I think but he is, he's is got some years on him, though. I think I, he, he's, he's no spry chicken. Didn't he sign? Uh, was it, is it this? It's a top three tight end contract right now. Oh, he's only 25. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to okay. say the kid. Okay. He's, he's yeah, that's a, to me, that's a great signing. But. Guess what they had to pay for that? I Four years for fifty million for a tight end. <laughs> they also got wide receiver Kendrick Bourne, three years, twenty-two Who and a half. I actually like. I actually do like oh, Kendrick where's he Bourne. At? Where was he from? I believe he was in Washington. Let okay. me check just to make sure. Uh, the other wide receiver, Nelson Aguilar, who, by the way, I have better hands than. Uh, did they trade for him? No, they just signed him. They just signed him. Okay. Outside linebacker, Matthew Judon. From the my... The former Ravens. They stole my damn team captain! And uh, one of my old friends, actually, is his best friend, uh, because they played football at Grand Valley. Name drop! Big name. <laughs> Anyways, Matthew Judon got his money four years, $56 million. Uh, D.N. Dietrich Wise re-signed for four years, 30. Kendrick Bourne, by the way, D-tackle, was a former 49er. D-tackle Devon Gaucho. Gaucho? I think that Devon Gaucho. Gaucho? Dev- yep, Devon Gaucho. Devon Gaucho with that last name. With that, <laughs> Two years, 16 million. Good God. D-E-D-T Henry Anderson. Two years. And safety Jalen Mills. Four years, 24 million. Finally, Defensive back Justin Bethel re-signed for three years, six million. Robert Kraft not going to be able to spend as much money at the massage parlor. Oh, those old this- fashions are going to be. Uh, uh, you might have to go to the pink sheets there, Robbie. <laughs> Robert might have to do a couple of self-jerks this yeah, summer. Yeah, break out the Jergens, pal. Uh, yeah, really. You might not be able to afford those happy endings. I mean, so this is. That's a lot of money. They said something crazy like the the Patriots spend more money this year in free agency than the past 10 years combined. Which is true. They always built through the draft. 
They always built through the draft, so, and they built off of, you know, Tom Brady. I so mean, I have two questions for yeah, you, Gabriel. Yes. Before you blow your load here. Because <laughs> I know you're chomping at it. Oh, yeah, I'm chomping. Number one, what does this mean? Does this mean that Bill Belichick was pissed as hell that he saw Tom Brady win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and he missed the playoffs for the first time in a decade? My second question is, how much expectations do you have for Mr. Cameron Newton? Oh, that is a good one. Because now he has Hunter Henry, John O. Smith, and this Bourne kid. Kendrick Bourne. He's still got Julian Edelman now who can play in the slot and not, I mean, he's the only receiving weapon. Now he can actually play his game. I'm not expecting him to do anything. But he has two lethal pass-catching tight ends. Yes. How much pressure do we put on Cameron Newton? And if he doesn't perform, is it time to hang it up? Uh, well, to answer the Cam Newton question, there's a ton of pressure on him. No more excuses. That's it. That, that, that will last you. To- you have two Pro Bowl caliber tight ends. You have a solid wide receiver in Kendrick Bourne. You still have a savvy vet in Julian Elliman. Shalom. And the greatest coach of all time. And the greatest coach of all time to handle your defense. Uh, still, they're always, you know, with the with the Rex Burkheads and the Pat Whites, uh, uh, who might actually, I hear, might be going to Tampa. <laughs> oh, my God. The rich get richer. The huh? rich get richer. I'll tell you this right now. The moment Bill Belichick saw Tom Brady's drunk ass haul that Lombardi trophy and throw it from boat to boat, he was watching on TV. He went, done, done, called up the coach. Do you think center. he was irate? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like the rest in peace, Kobe. It's like the Kobe Shaq interview. Did you ever watch it? Phenomenal. If you have 30 minutes of your day to spend, it's such a great, uh, great, 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 great interview. And there's no crying like Isaiah Thomas and Magic Johnson for 42 minutes. Uh, oh, my God. It was. Th- oh, I'm sorry. I hate you. Um, back, uh, when when Shaq went to Miami and all that and, uh, you know, they broke up when Kobe got his fifth ring, one more than Shaq. They asked him at the press conference, how does this one feel? I got one more in the shack now, so you can take that to the bank. And when Shaq asked him, were you trying? Oh, no, uh, Kobe asked, were you pissed when I got that ring? Shaq was like, oh, yeah, I was furious. I, I tore up everything in my house. I was so angry, blah, blah, blah. It's exactly what it is. You want to do better. No matter what, you want to do better than your ex. No matter what. I hope you do well. I hope you do well, too. Not better than me, though. This <laughs> is you're not you're not going to do better than me. I'm going to do better than you. I hope you do really well. Just I hope I'm doing that much better than you. I I think he was pissed off, even though he was kind of the one of the main reasons Brady left. That relationship just fell apart. But I think he was pissed, and I think now he's out. I think he realized he could not get a better quarterback. I think he just kind of threw some money at Cam, surround him with weapons, and you know let's make a run. I still don't think it'll be enough, though. I think the Bills are damn good. Might be, might be a uh, maybe two second best team uh, or third best team. Other probably Kansas City, Tampa Bay, and uh, and the Bills right now. I think are probably. Well, I was going to ask, do they make the playoffs? Maybe, maybe, but I mean, who? But who? See, I don't know, because the Steelers, I don't trust Big Ben at all. I don't think they're going to be getting in there. Obviously, you've got the Ravens. you got the the Browns still. Bills are still good. Dolphins are improving. Uh, 
who else is in the AFC? Oh, uh, uh, oh my God, why am I blinking on the AFC? It's so much better than the uh than the. Oh, you still got the Raiders who are still good. The Broncos are improving. I don't know. I don't know if they make the play again. It all goes to Cam. If Cam can show even a little, a little to get to these weapons, use his legs a little bit, maybe. But they're not going to win the division, so it's going to have to be a wild card. With the extra playoff spot now, yeah, I think they may. They it. might sneak in there, but I got to be honest but, with you. I don't know if they're even the second best team in their division. In their in their in their division, I think it's Miami. Really? They, who you has think? a better roster? It's Miami. Well, Miami's got the better roster. They got the better defense, I, I, younger, I, I, better quarterback. The jury's still out on Tua, I think. The jury is still out on Tua, but I, I'm a Tua guy. I believe he's going to, you know, kind of blow up that second round, uh, that second year pop that a lot of quarterbacks have. I don't think he's going to go crazy, but I think he's going to show himself to be a legitimate NFL starting caliber QB. So I don't even know if they're the second best team in their entire division. If they squeak into the playoffs, nine and seven, maybe ten and six, but I to me it's it's Bill Belichick. With this, I think he gets at least over five hundred. Come on, man. He had the, 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 that roster last year was pathetic. What they finish at last year? Seven and nine. And it was an absolute it was a bottom five roster. That is I can true. promise you it was that a bottom is true. five. So many people opted out because of COVID on the Pats. People yeah, don't realize that. And I am Oh, Dante Hightower, I think, yeah. opted out too. He's still with the Pats. Uh, that's gonna add a lot to so, the defense. While I do think they will make the playoffs, I do agree with you. It's gonna be a wild card, low seed. Low seed or wild card. Yeah. Six. Sixth or seventh. Yep. Seed. Um, and that's that. We'll see. Uh, Cam Newton needs to prove himself or it's time to hang it up, brother. Yeah, and, and do your absolutely. YouTube channel and full do, time. Right, and do your YouTube where you spell your words weirdly with yeah, all the, with yeah. all the, 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 the hakats and the wachits over their letters and stuff to make a dyslexic individual like me have it that much more difficult to read your inconsistent, you know, your rhetoric. Thank you, Cam. <laughs> Anything else you want to touch on free agency overall uh, before we get into NCA turning? I love the fact that Brockers said Matthew Stafford is an improvement from Jared Goff, and now he's going to have to hang out with him for two straight years at least. <laughs> that is funny. I didn't. He- I didn't see that. I didn't you didn't know that. that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna have to I, maybe maybe buy Mr. Jared Goff a rolly or uh, in a. I, I don't think <laughs> I don't think Goff's gonna be here for that long. Uh, two years. Once once that once the rest of his deals up, Man, I think uh, I am I am praying that you know that Mr. Zach Wilson falls to number seven. I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think so either. But I am praying. Trust me, if that happens, oh. you can knock one of those lights over with my <laughs> member. Put it that way. <laughs> But before we go on, that'd be beautiful. Yes, before we go on to college basketball talk, we have to make fun of the Chicago Bears. Well, I did mention in my opening that you could offer this podcast three draft picks and some starters, and I'm still going to tell you it ain't enough. But we can find you a redheaded stepchild. What are we I, doing, I, I, Chicago? One of the. How much did he sign for? 14 million I think or no that was Cameron I don't know whatever it was it's not Russell freaking Wilson <laughs> Chicago I feel like is cursed with quarterbacks they've never, they've never had never 
had a never had true. a good one. Never. Even in the years, even when they won McMahon the Super Bowl. McMahon was meh. McMahon was okay enough, and then they gave Walter Payton the ball 35 times And you a had game, the greatest defense And you had the greatest of defense time. of all time that year. No, they had uh, Rex Grossman, Jay freaking oh. Cutler, and what? they? I, nothing made me happier when Jay Cutler just faded out of the league. Oh, it was beautiful. I was the biggest Cutler hater. Not hater. I just was so tired of everybody saying he was a great quarterback. No, I kept he, on saying, he guys, he's terrible. He's terrible. He's terrible. He's he's terrible. terrible. I, was like, I was like, Matt Stafford's better. Matt Stafford's better. 100,000 Bro, what are you talking about? Jake? I was like, guys. No, no. Stafford I'm is not a Stafford slappy. Head and shoulders above, he, above Jake Cutler. It's not in the same ball game. Exactly. It's and, and, and people kept on defending him. And I was like, guys, I don't care that he went to the NFC Championship game. Right. I don't care. And then sat on the speed bike because he hurt He's his terrible. Knee. Uh, did you hear what D'Angelo Hall said about him? I'd probably have more interceptions if Jake Cutler decided not to retire too early. <laughs> I'd probably have more interceptions if not for Jake freaking yeah. Cutler. Yeah, the Bears just... They've, they've never gotten it right at quarterback. And you know, for what they said, an uh, aggressive push for Russell Wilson, it's still not enough, Jack. We didn't know what these... So they, they, so offered, they offered three first rounds. Three first rounders, another pick, so probably a second, and then two veteran quality starters i don't know exactly who those would be i'm not i'm that's not a terrible offer from chicago depending on who the veterans i don't believe you're not giving up khalil you're not giving up mac akeem nicks maybe i would assume and maybe kyle fuller yeah kyle fuller maybe that's not tear. I would want one more first round pick. I know it sounds crazy, but I would want one. Here's more. here's my thing. I don't think Chicago's ready to win. No, which baffles me why they would make this move. But like, granted, this is the same team that traded up to get a quarterback. Nobody freaking wanted. You traded above everybody to take a guy above Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, who can't yeah. throw to his left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. An embarrassment. Who was their GM? I know. I should know. I know. I should know too. Eh, whatever. He's a bum. He's a bum. That's who he makes Dave. And Gettleman by the way, Matt Nagy's the most overrated coach in oh! NFL. Oh! Oh! Right now in Chicago, they're going, what are you talking about? Ryan Pace. Ryan Pace. Ryan he should, Pace. He should make, hang himself, shoot himself, and then drink bleach. You make Dave Gettleman look like Bill Walsh. And watch your wife watch it. Jesus. That's, that's how terrible of a GM That's a Scorpio in him. He's on that torture okay. stuff. Let's move on. Let's move on. You're not taking it away this year. God darn it. The ball is tipped. I can't wait. And there you are. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about it on this show for the past five weeks. NCA brackets. I can't wait till we do it. I can't, can't wait. wait. To, can't well, wait. guess what? It's here, baby. It's here. The madness ah! is here. <laughs> Get ready, baby. This is a WWE. What the hell? <laughs> because we're going to go hell in a sack. <laughs> Triple H. The Undertaker. Your fire. <laughs> you actually do a pretty good Vince McMahon. Oh, that's pretty good. 
Okay. Oh my god. So anyway, we're gonna be doing a WWE podcast. One of the funnest, one of the funnest times of the year. This is my favorite time of the year. My absolute bar none favorite freaking time of the year where I do nothing besides try to make as much money as possible, sit in my comfy sweatpants, and watch college basketball from usually Thursday, but this year it's Friday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. You take a Friday off. I did take Friday off. There you go. What a king. What I a did king. take Friday. I'm going up north with my friends. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? That's what I said. I'm going up north. Jason so here's my up. question. Obviously, you're doing the gambling with the draft. Oh, kings yeah. Oh, and I can and tell you some stuff, too. I what, what, we're going to get to some draft some numbers, kings, right? Is FanDuel. FanDuel. I'm a FanDuel guy. FanDuel guy. Um... But do you do the ESPN, I fill out my bracket online crap? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'm, are they still doing that crappy billion-dollar bracket Now, challenge? so I, I've always done it on Yahoo. Me and my friends, we've had a, the same bracket pool since 2008. So we've always okay. done it on Yahoo. Explain a bracket pool for me, because I've never done it. You just get, you know, you, you start a group on either CBS, ESPN, Yahoo, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you create a password, a group name, and then you you give people that information. They join in, and uh, it's a scoring system and play like fantasy football. So let's say I get five of the Sweet 16. It's all a scoring system. And my system. friend gets eight of the Sweet 16. I believe... There's a certain amount of points. I believe the way we do it, if I'm not mistaken, I believe each time it... So the first round is worth two points, four Okay. I believe I believe it constantly doubles. Okay, gotcha. You and know if what you I mean? get the champion, you, it's obviously, the most points. big time points. You know what I mean? If you have, you know, if you okay. screwed up your first round and got what, like what, whatever, eight out of your suites of sixteen are gone, but four of them are your final four. You're still you're still in business because yeah. you could hit three of those final four teams, get like sixty some odd points or something crazy, like whatever, whatever, and be all good. But this year, since betting is now legal in Michigan. Dog, I am looking at some of these parlays I can make. All right, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But I, uh, for those who don't know, we're recording Wednesday evening. So the tournament is tomorrow. Technically tomorrow. tomorrow. First, Technically. first four uh, the games tomorrow games. and the uh, 16 play-in games, which, by the way, I never watch. Yeah, I've never watched I've those. Never I've watched never them watched them in those. all my Cause years. Because it's usually a Tuesday night. Yeah, exactly. It's usually traditionally. a Tuesday night. Traditionally, yeah. it's a Tuesday night. And who yeah. the hell is sitting? And, and usually, I think it, was, it wasn't on. They wouldn't be on CBS. They were on True TV yeah. or like something else like that. And but to be honest, it's usually not really matchups you want to see. We actually have with MSU, UCLA, you actually have a legitimate, a legitimate power five, two matchup. decent teams that could actually, I wouldn't say make a run, but at least, you know, be competitive and yeah. give, you know, give, give somebody a good game. And uh, to be honest, a lot of people are saying oh, the God. reason why oh, state's uh, in? state is in the play in game and they didn't just, you know. Oh, I'll give you. I'll give you uh, what state. Put it this way: state fans. State fans are complaining that well, they put us in the play-in game to get better ratings Thursday mm, night. That that's why. That's because why. they want. They needed a powerful. Oh, I'm like, oh, okay. okay buddy. Let me tell you something, state fans. You are lucky to get into this tournament. You're a game above 500. You have a losing conference record. You didn't win a single game in the Big Ten tournament. You now they are, won one, didn't they? No, they lost out the gate to Maryland. 
No, right. no, no. They yes, had a game yes, before yes, that. Yes. No, 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 no. Are you sure? Hundred percent. Lost a game to opening matchup was Maryland, and they got they lost. Uh, I hope I don't eat crow because I'm fairly 95, 99% certain that they didn't win a single game in the Big Ten tourney. You, I think you might be right. I'm pretty sure I am. You are lucky to get this play-in game. You are very lucky. Count your lucky stars that you're actually in, and it's because of three letters, because of four letters. I-Z-Z-O. Izzo. That's the only reason that this team is actually in the big dance with an opportunity to make noise. I told you. You're right. <laughs> I told you. Didn't win a single game in their conference tourney. And you are lucky to get into this. It, it was the Michigan game. It was the Michigan game. Yeah. Oh, 100%. A Michigan game where we didn't have livers and yeah. Brooks got hurt and yeah. we just won the Big Ten and really didn't yeah. care. Yeah. Because I'm going to be honest, that OSU win doesn't look impressive I, anymore. Neither does the Illinois win. Ayo DeSumo got hurt that game. Yeah. So, anyways, okay, so what we're going to do, we're not a typical podcast. We're not going to do the trash game by game Oh, breakdown. my God. And can I just say, because I w- told you I wanted to rant a little bit. These people on ESPN and CBS piss me off to no end. They are experts. Experts. They should know. Benny, I know we got everyone going shock. Let me tell you about 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 BJ Cunningham from from North Texas University who averages 33 and blah 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 blah. No. Every time you watch one of these shows, they give you one or two sexy upsets that everyone is picking. And then once you get to the final four, the Elite Eight, every single one of these schmucks says the same thing. Well, the Zags are the best team, so you got to go with Gonzaga. Well, the Zags. Well, Gonzaga, 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 Gonzaga. Aren't you experts? Jay Billis, what what have you become? I used to respect Jay Billis so much. And every time I see him, it's like, what the? Legler, where you at to give me some quality insight, man? What's going on here? The only one who's maintained his integrity, and I don't care what Valenti says about him, I love him, is Dickie V. I love what I gotta tell you. The, the, the committee did a phenomenal job. They were great. But Belmont needed to get into this tournament. 29 and 2, they got this guy. They got this guy, Stephen A. He's so, even he can actually, he's one of the experts. That's actually what happens. You actually see these people. You got to dig deep to find the people who actually know what they're talking about, about college basketball. Because every time I watch these experts in these hour-long bracket special shows where they go in-depth on every team and then all just go chalk, they go, I have three one seeds and i got kind of sexy i added a three seed in there wink wink and just every time every time it bothers me to no end they're experts who don't who just give you the answers you want i get it maybe it's for ratings maybe it's to make things easy but damn it there's 68 teams here can you give me some insight on one that might make a magical run ever? Or are we just always going to go chalky, chalky, chalk, chalk, chalk? Because if I see one more expert analyst pick the best team to win again, 
I'm throwing a shoe through my TV. I don't want to. I like my shoes and I like my TV, but I will. I'll be forced to just out of anger. Ah, bothers me to no end. I had to get that off my chest. No other reason other than I have a show and it's been bothering me and these are the opportunities I want to take. So the Reader's Digest version is Gabe is not a fan of them choosing the higher seats every time. Every time. For every, every game. Every when, when time. time after time, the NCAA has proven to us, there's always upset. Always. Always. Upsets. Always an upset. So, so you're going you're gonna to get honest brackets on this oh, show. Oh, you're getting good brackets, good info, bet info, snippets on each team. If you want a perfect bracket and you want to go meet Warren Buffett, you listen to my every word. <laughs> Anyways, uh, our format, let's get into it. Our format, we're not going to go game by game. We're no. going to go by region yes. and give, let's just say, give us two intriguing matchups in the first two rounds. Oh, me, oh, like we said, an upset or a surprising pick that not everybody's going to choose. We're going to start in the West region. The West region is the Gonzaga region. Yes. Uh, Gonzaga's number one seed. Iowa is number two. Number three seed is Kansas. Rock Gabe's Jayhawks. Rock Chuck! And number four seed is Virginia. I'm not going to go through everything else. Oh, can you please go through every single uh, rating, please? So, Gabe, what's, uh, <laughs> give me your most intriguing matchup so. in the first two rounds <laughs> out of the West. Well, my favorite matchup in this entire bracket, and it's actually a team that I have making a Sweet 16 run. I can't find what they are. Uh, oh, there they go. At a plus 265 underdog at a pl- uh, with a, what, uh, seven and a half, uh, plus seven and a half. Cal Santa Barbara Gauchos over your Creighton Blue Jays. Really? Absolutely. Really? Have them making a sweet 16 run as well, beating Virginia. In the next round, your ACC champ. Let me hit you with this, Benny. <clears throat> Winners of 18 of their last 19 games, the Gauchos avenged a pair of early losses to UC Irvine in the Big West title game to earn an NCAA tournament berth. The Gauchos got big performances from its top players in the championship with fifth-year senior Jaquan McLaren. 16 points per game. Hold on, I just want to... Uh, the ga- so they are rated top 70 in... Uh, what, what's in, in, in Ken Palm, who's basically the pro football focus of, uh, of college basketball. They can knock down shots. They're great defensively. They are a very balanced team. They are good on all aspects. One of the best free throw shooting teams in the country, which is huge, huge come tournament time. I can't even stress that enough. Now, I will say they haven't really played anybody. Obviously, coming out of the Big South, haven't really played that high to a level of competition. Uh, However... No quad three and no quad four losses, so they don't have any bad losses under their belt. 
And they rank, uh, what is it, uh, 26 in the experience metric. So this is a squad that has played a lot together, knows each other very well, and I really, I don't like this Creighton team. Their coach is racist, saying they got to all get on the plantation or something. Forgot what he said. He's a, yeah, he's, yeah. he's a racist. They've been, I was so high on them in the beginning of the year, but they have underwhelmed. They're inconsistent from three. And this Gaucho team is just too good all over the floor. They're good defensively, good offensively, well coached, can hit shots. I like them. Not only over Creighton, I like them over Virginia in the next round. Okay. I don't like this Virginia team. They beat up on bad teams. They can't beat good competition. And it's in they beat up on a bad ACC. And I think why not? What the hell? It's March. I think they can continue this run and they can make it to it's one of my sweet 16 teams that I got coming in there. I think that first round matchup is going to be the most intriguing one all along with Kansas and Eastern Washington. Not because I'm a Kansas guy, shout out to Bill Self, but with the COVID thing, having to, you know, have limited practice, this Eastern Washington team is not a bad team. They can score, uh, you know, and this Kansas team has been very inconsistent this year. So I am a little bit worried for for, oh, for, oh. for, for Bill Self and, and crew. I do have them. You're hey, worried do- that Bill Self might, Show. Oh, no, 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 no. I still have them getting to my sweet 16. I still have them winning, but I feel it's going to be in very... I don't think people are talking about that game enough. I think it's going to be a very, very good game. I think it's going to be a very, very good game. A long... Actually... Oh, never mind. Never mind. I think it's a good game. I think it's a good game. I gave my two. I don't want to go crazy. I love March. <laughs> All right. Uh, my surprise game in the West region. Second time in NCAA history. A one. You are kidding me. Is getting. You're lying. The Zags are going down to. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, just kidding. Thank you. I'm oh just my kidding. god. I'm not that happy. Thank you so. I much. I just wanted to piss people off. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. Oh, uh, you know what? I got Wichita State. I love that over USC. I love that. I think uh, Wichita State. Uh, they've been there before. Well coached. Well coached. Very well coached. And the USC Pac-12 is garbage basketball Absolutely. nowadays. And I think they're um, they're power five. They're the weakest of the power five. And you know, I think that's a lot of saving grace. Like, mm-hmm. oh, they're po- they're pro- they're in the power five. Well, you know, when your conference isn't that good, what people got to realize is when you're in a power five conference and you make the tournament. You probably don't have as many wins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially when you're a six seed mm-hmm. like USC. Right. But it's about level of competition. But, oh, level of yeah. competition are, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. in, in basketball, you're paying your conference the whole time. Basically. 90% of the time. Yeah. But if your conference is kind of eh, suspect, you're playing these, suspect games these all year. small conferences can surprise you a little bit. Right. So give me the shocker. Yay. Of Wichita State. Shocker, bruh. I love that um, pick. I almost made that pick myself. So let's go to, but I will say this in terms of 215 seed. Mm-hmm. If anybody's going to get slapped up, I just, Iowa, oh, man. Yeah. Here's the thing about Luca Garza if a coach figures out how to double team him, oh, I don't know, buddy. I, I don't know. This Iowa team is damn good. 
Eh, I don't they know. got slapped around by all the good ones in the Big Ten. I'm sorry. I don't know. Every time, everybody was like, Iowa, Iowa. Then they got slapped. Then they got slapped. You get slapped enough times, I'm like, I'm questioning you. When you have one good player and everybody else, uh, then you, eh. I don't know, man. They have an all white boy lineup, though. You gotta give them okay. Credit for, you gotta give them credit for making it this far with let's, with let's no dunks. Let's go to the South region. <laughs> the South from the South of your mouth. Uh, this is the Baylor region. Yes, as the number one seed and Gabe's favorite team. Oh yes, the Ohio State Buckeyes. The hairless nuts. How you doing? At the two seed. Um. Number three seed is our Kansas. Kansas, and fourth is Purdue. Uh, so Gabriel, what do we have? You ready for in this the one? first or second rounds? That's gonna <gasps> you ready for this? Make one? people gasp. Oh, oh yeah. what is it? Oh, you ready for this one? I know what you're gonna say. Oh, I already know. The twenty three and one Winthrop, I believe, Eagles are not only going to beat. Your Villanova Wildcats. Oh, wow. Who are missing their starting point guard. He tore his meniscus. He's done for the year in the Big East tournament. He's done. Yes. Yes. That's huge. Yeah. That's huge. This Winthrop team has not lost a game since January. Actually, you know what? You've convinced me. Oh, Benny J is making the switch. I love it. I forgot I love about. It. I forgot about their one of the big time players getting an injury. He's done so. This Winthrop team, top twelve in offensive and defensive rebounding. You ever hear the phrase "no rebounds, no rings"? Yeah. Oh, well, you gotta clean up after yourself. Gotta clean up on the boards, and they're gonna be missing a lot of shots. No second chance points for uh, for Villanova. They're gonna be not have no leadership with their point guard gone. I get that Jay uh, 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 Jay Wright is a, I almost call him Jay Billis. Uh, Jay Wright, fantastic coach. Uh, oh yeah, phenomenal coach, one of the best coaches. But just I just don't think it's gonna be enough. I think Winthrop wins and wins pretty convincingly. I'm gonna be honest really? with you. I think they cover the whatever the spread is. I think they'll cover that. I think they win rather convinced. It's just it's damn when you lose your point guard. That's just damn hard when it comes yeah, to basketball. Rough. I will say, and also, another upset I got. I'm I'm kind of upset heavy this year, a little bit. Utah State over Texas Tech. Didn't I say no rebounds? I got them no too. Re- My guy. The best rebounding team in the country is Utah State. Top five defensive team in Utah State. One of the better coaches as well. Well, their last loss was the San Diego State in the uh, the championship game. Yep, in the championship game, and I don't conference. like this Texas Tech team. They're all defense. They can't play offense. They just grind, grind, grind. And this team just does Texas Tech better than Texas Tech. They rebound better. They play defense better. They shoot better. And I think they're going to pull off the upset when it comes to. I, I think this bracket, I think, is going to produce the most upsets because I could also see, despite the fact that I haven't going far. I could see Colgate scaring the hell out of Arkansas. Really? I could, I'm not saying they'll win. I'm not saying they will win. I'm saying this will be a competitive basketball game, and you're going to have people like me <laughs> who picked Arkansas to go to their Elite Eight 
uh, sitting at the TV, biting their nails like, oh, God, oh, God. So the mighty toothpaste. The mighty cavity creeps of Colgate could pull off. If, if, they, if there were to be the biggest upset, quote unquote, that would be it. That'd be the biggest upset I could find. If, if you had the balls to pick it, that would be the, I was the guy who picked it, man. I picked the toothpaste over the pigs. I did that. Let's just say Colgate knows how to sink in defense. Oh! And they grind it out. They're, they're right. That's, they br- how many teeth metaphors can we have? They anyway. brush away <laughs> all defenders in their way. Okay. <laughs> all right. So you got very interesting. They have a real you scope. You got Winthrop over Villa. Winthrop. Oh. Winthrop, my friend. 23-1. and one. Won their conference. Won their tournament. Both Big for me. I like team that shows consistency. Like teams who are consistent of the year, especially when college basketball is such a what have you done for me lately game. It's always week to week. It's always what have you done for me lately. When it comes to March Madness, I think you have to look at the entire resume of a team. Yeah. They are 23 and one, won their conference, won their tournament, have clearly been playing at the same level all year up until the end especially going up against a team who just lost their starting point guard. Mm-mm, mm-mm, baby. Mm-mm. All right, I'll keep this short and Went sweet. Eagles. You always have a what-the-hell game, WTF game in the tournament in the first. What the heck happened? You know, screws up everybody's betting line, screws up everybody's bracket. If you say what I think you're going to say. It's not going to – it's not – I'm not doing – okay. No one seats are getting upset. No two seats are getting upset. Yeah, obviously, obviously. Uh, and usually, I am high on Big Ten teams this tournament, especially. I, I can't believe it. Are you? About to I'm do taking it? North Texas. Oh my God! You would screw my bracket over Purdue. I have Purdue is so and good. And I, I have no reason other than it's March. It's March. Screw it. And you only get one game. Listen, North Texas is a damn good team. They're so, a damn good team. I just we'll think see. Purdue has got too much size. Although I can't, it's not out of the realm of, uh, it's not like you picked Oral Roberts over Ohio. Yeah, yeah. So by the way, Oral Roberts, is that close to Anal Johnson's? <laughs> <laughs> are they, are they, are, are they, are they, are they sister schools? Oh, or what are, what are we, what are we talking here? I'm just curious. But I don't <laughs> have any secret. There's no insider talk. It's just, I, you know. What the heck? Jim Beheim's other son. And Purdue always Texas. disappoints in the tournament. They either disappoint or they go on a run. When So Purdue will... I don't remember them getting to an Elite Eight. No. Their their ceiling is usually Sweet 16. Yeah. Yeah, which is ironically exactly where I have them, losing to Baylor. All right. So let's go to the East region now. Easter Knights. Home of the Maize Blue. Your Michigan Wolverines top that region as the number one seed. We got a one seed! Alabama is the two seed. This is looking really... (laughs) Michigan, Alabama, and Texas. Is this football? Yeah, and Texas, the Longhorns is the three seed, and Florida State, who's been hot and cold this year, as the four. So, Gabriel... Any surprising matchups in the first two rounds? So this Out of is, the East. There is one. There is one. Now, this is my most... Um, I would say this is probably my chalkiest. Uh, oh, what a uh, shock. <laughs> oh. You got to go a little chalky. <laughs> got to go a little no, chalky. I mean, Alabama and Michigan are very good. Oh, and to be honest, 
hold on. Oh, hold on a second oh. before you get into how good some other some of these oh, teams are. Okay, now now they're chalky. I don't know why no, not a lot of people are big on Georgetown uh, on uh, Colorado. I think it's going up against the Georgetown thing. They're hot. I just think Colorado is a far superior team. Uh, even though the Pac-12 was garbage, they dominated the Pac-12 for most of the year. They didn't win their conference tournament, but they dominated the Pac-12. Um, you know, uh, what? <clears throat> Excuse me. So I have Colorado advancing. I don't care who wins in the MSU-UCLA. I still like BYU. So I got them. It's all chalk for the most part. Actually, if you look at it, I do have actually all higher seeds moving on to my round of 32. One, oh, wow, really? No, actually, I do. But then things get a little mixy come to the Sweet 16. I have UConn defeating the mighty Crimson Tide in the round of 32 to move on to wow. the Sweet 16, baby. Let me teach you a name that you should remember. James Booknight. UConn, every time they have made a tournament run, what have they had? A damn good point guard. Kemba Walker, Shabazz Napier, James Booknight. They're getting him. Listen, some teams are misseeded because of, you know, maybe COVID pauses, players getting injured mid-year. Especially this year. Especially this year. UConn could have been a five seed. Had they kept a uh, book night, uh, got hurt, believe got a sprain or something was out for nine games. Oh, wow. In those nine games, I believe they went, I believe only one game above 500. So there's a few losses on there that probably shouldn't have been losses. This team is damn good against an Alabama team. That's I don't like streaky teams, man. I don't like teams that live and die by the three who don't have a traditional lineup. They don't have a big there's no one on the team really above six foot eight. They play small ball, positionless basketball, which works in the NBA, but does not, in my opinion, really work that well in college basketball. I.e., look at Michigan with Big Dick Dickinson. Look at uh, I forgot his name, but for uh, for Purdue, due to six foot uh, seven four, uh, uh, Coke Burn in Illinois. You need a dominant big, in my opinion, oh, or at least it, you know you need a big on your squad. And this Bama team, I believe, other than Arkansas, who I believe is the better team of the two, the SEC was not good this year. Tennessee was wildly inconsistent. Florida is garbage. Why they're in here is just because they're Florida. Kentucky didn't even make the tourney. This is not a good SEC. I could even argue that the Pac-12 might have been a little bit better just really? overall than the SEC, just based on just decent teams. Yeah. Pac uh, the SEC is top heavy. It's just Alabama, Arkansas, and everybody else. LSU is okay. I like them. They are top 10 in offense and bottom 150 in defense. So, you know, I guess take with that what you will. But UConn, I believe with a quality point guard good coaching this is exactly where UConn wants to be baby a seven seed misseeded so they can go on a tournament run we've seen it happen time and time again I like UConn to advance to the sweet 16 big that's big that's big and I know what we're gonna say about the Michigan Wolverines if Michigan still had Isaiah Livers Honestly, Benny, I'd probably pick them to win it all. 
I'd probably pick them. Bias aside, Gabriel. Bias aside, they've been the best team this entire year. I really probably would have picked them to win it. Definitely to go to my championship. Without Isaiah Livers, without a guy who's going to be a draft pick, who's who was a senior leader, had the most minutes, uh, was a Julius Irving uh, award finalist. It's a lot to lose so late in the year. And uh, I have Michigan, unfortunately, losing to Texas in the Elite Eight. Really? I don't have them getting to the oh, Final Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're blowing your load. Whoa, we're already in the Elite Eight. Oh, okay. Uh, no, because it's the interesting the- matchup. It's the interesting matchup. Uh, I had to. It's where we're already in the bracket. You messed I'm up not the messing format. up nothing. Yes, we were. It was supposed to be first two rounds, and then we go on. We still got three other teams. All right, all right. I'm not going to give all my right. reasoning. But unfortunately, I do have the Michigan Wolverines falling oh. in the Elite Eight. All the Michigan slappies just turned off. I know, Spotify I know. I'm Apple. sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. But just, just, I mean, if you know Michigan basketball, listen, I wouldn't be shocked. I, I appreciate your honesty. I would not be shocked at all if they made it to the Final Four. I wouldn't be shocked. But, ah, oh, why do we have to lose livers? Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's so rough, but this is my most chalky one. UConn is the only team I really have making a surprise. Other than that, though, it's pretty much by formula, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you. What, 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 what was this freaky kid's name? I already forgot it. Uh, B- Book Knight. James Book Knight. 19 points a game. Telling you, five and a half rebounds as a point guard. Guy does it all. Look out for these Huskies. I'm telling you, telling you, you want a perfect bracket? You listen to this show. That's what we do right here. God, I'm so happy it's March. Ah. Well, I guess my biggest uh, surprise in this round is Alabama's going down in the second round. Not to your Yukon Huskies. To some turtles? To the turtles. Oh, you know what's funny? I had that pick prior, and I switched it to UConn. But I do have Alabama losing in the second. That's too funny that you have that also. So I that is my surprise pick. Um, like I said, Big Ten, baby. Big Ten, baby. You got to. I All love right, that. Let's move on to the final region, the Midwest region. Oh, where yeah. The Illinois fighting Illini. Top. Sit atop. At the number one seed. Some bad boys right there. With Houston, probably the weakest two seed. Thank you for saying that. You're damn right. They are the weakest two seed. Absolutely. And and West Virginia is a three seed. And what some, I don't know why people were like, Illinois got the worst bracket. And I'm looking, I was like, why? Oh, what are the tough, tell me, Gabe, you know way more than I. Loyola Chicago is phenomenal. They're actually the number one defensive team in the entire country with Sister Jean giving them all the powers. 101 years old, bro. 101. She's still, she's still cleared her to travel with the team. Yep, and she's flying in the end. (laughs) So, hey, man, she clearly has mythical powers. Um, You know, Cabe Cunningham at Oklahoma State is probably going to be the number one overall pick. Pistons fans, watch this kid because he could be coming to save our franchise if if God answers our prayers directly. I mean, San Diego State is top 20 offense and defense. West Virginia is one of the best offensive teams in the country. My man Bobby Higgins. uh, Yeah, Huggy Bear knows what he's doing. 
Uh, Houston, though the weakest two seed, still plays defense in the top 10 and rebounds, I believe, top five. So they know what they're doing on the defensive side of the ball. It's it really is tough because no matter really where you go in this bracket for Illinois, I mean, second round, what you would either get Georgia Tech who won the ACC tourney or Loyola, you know, in the in the Sweet 16, you're probably going to get a Cape Cunningham who's going to be your number one overall pick in the Elite Eight, a San Diego State team who's again top. So you're 20 saying they have the toughest lower seats. They have they have just the, the that is probably the best bracket just based on just as region. many read. Yeah, but yeah, but that's the best region just based on as many teams that are good. I think San Diego State is misseeded. I think they could. I think they could have easily been a three or four seed. They were the champions of yeah. their uh, conference. Correct. Uh, I've been high on them for a long time. Oklahoma State could have easily been a three seed. They have more quad one wins than any team in the country. Uh, they could have easily been. So I really think this one is uh, the most balanced, which is probably why they say Illinois got hosed. Yeah, hosed well, a little Well, shame bit. on me. I stand correct. <laughs> they did get hosed. I, yeah. I, I do. Man, I know I'm a college basketball man. Uh, and so, but Give me for, one game that... Uh... For matchups here. So I don't know why everybody is so big on the Syracuse over San Diego State uh, game. I guess maybe I got San Diego. I also They're have well San Diego. I guess it's because listen, I love Bayheim. The zone is obviously we get it. You know, it's 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 you know, uh, phenomenal. Uh, but I believe San Diego. San Diego State's another one of those teams like UConn. They lost one of the a senior forward in uh, uh I always uh uh Malak uh Macag Finn Malak Finn. I always I'm terrible with names. Uh, but a senior forward, which really hurt them midway through the year. Which so they kind of took a little bit of a slump, kind of added some losses that they did not that they should not have added. I think this you uh, this San Diego State team you put them in any one of these other regions is probably a three seed, and so I don't know why I get it. Uh, little Bayheim uh, is shooting the lights out, but they don't have the athletes to play the zone defense against what is honestly a top twenty team in both offense and defense. This San Diego State team is killing. So I don't know why people got that one, but as far as my upset for this one, and I, and you know what's funny? Opening this up, I have an upset in every single region. Good for Gabe. Um, we are riding the hot hand into Beaverton because the, o- uh, the Oregon State Beavers are taking down the Vols, and we're moving on to the round of 32, baby. Let's go, Beavs! Picked dead last to win the god-awful Pac-12 and shot the freaking lights out. These guys are the hottest team in college basketball right now against the most inconsistent team in college basketball. I'm riding the hot hand. This is the upset I'm the least confident about just because I'm only riding it specifically on momentum. I'm writing specifically on the fact that right now Oregon State is making shots and Tennessee is not. And at the end of the day, one game matchup, you got to go with the hottest team. This one, however, uh, still pretty chalky. I'm not going to lie. Much like the East region, this one is a little bit chalky until we get into uh, the later rounds, which I will let you know once we get there. I just wanted to let the Michigan one first. But yeah, I'm going to be riding the hot hand. Uh, the hot hand with these with these steaming hot sexy 
Beavers <laughs> of Oregon State. Yeah. I'm pretty chalk heavy in this too, and I got my only upset is Rutgers over Clemson. Which, you know, is not, I, I went back and forth with that game. I just, I, you know, I watched Rutgers throughout the whole year. They're such a different team on the road that they are at home. And I just don't know if they can, I don't know, the wildly inconsistent against a, a Clemson team that's actually surprisingly half decent. They've played some pretty good competition. For sure. Okay, let's move to our Sweet 16. Just Sweet pl- 16. We don't have to give long diatribes. No, I already did that. Just give us your Sweet 16. So Starting in the West region. Starting in the West, I have the Zags facing your Cinderella, UCSB Santa Barbara Gauchos, and I have the Gauchos. No, I don't. Uh, I got, no, no, no. Keep on going. I, I got Wait. Kansas okay. and Iowa got in it. that region. Uh, Let's go to the South. Moving to the South. Baylor, I don't know what you got. Uh, listen, man, Purdue got too much size on them. I got Purdue, Arkansas, and Ohio State. Moving on to the Sweet okay. 16 in the East. Uh, go Blue, baby. We're not getting knocked out. Stop it. Sweet 16 for Michigan. I got the Buffs of Colorado. Moving on. Longhorns of Texas. And like I said, Kind of a lower list Cinderella, but we got the Yukon Huskies making a sweet 16 run in the Midwest. Got the fighting Illini, baby, keeping it moving. Oregon State, their uh, their small Cinderella story ends there. Really? It ends there. Oh. It ends there. Cape Cunningham, too good. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, Cape Cunningham is too good with Oklahoma State. They pass through there. Uh, and here's where things, like I told you guys, get a little... Mini upset. We got San Diego State over my over, man over Huggy Bear. Listen, listen. I'm a Huggy Bear guy. I've always liked West Virginia basketball. They Benny. They blow leads and they don't know how to close games. They had Baylor by the throat and just couldn't freaking close. I do not trust teams that don't close games, especially against what I believe to be a top ten team in this bracket at San Diego State. I'm sorry, no matter how good they are, no matter how good Huggy Bear is, I can't do it. San Diego State moves on, and I think Houston, despite being the weakest two seed, I think they take care of business against Clemson, setting up that San Diego State-Houston matchup in the Sweet 16. Very good. All right, my Sweet 16, Gonzaga, Virginia, Kansas, Iowa. Thank you. Baylor. Kansas Love. Winthrop. Oh, Winthrop. So you have you had North Texas Winthrop and you have Winthrop, Winthrop. beating North Texas, man. Yeah. Let me, Benny. Let me tell you, if you bet on that, if you hit, <laughs> oh baby, baby, your our video quality is gonna go up. <laughs> I got Arkansas. Okay, I love it. And Ohio State. Yeah. In the East, I have the Michigan Wolverines in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, buddy. Florida State and BYU, the oh. Cougars, the Mormon Brotherhood. You would ruin my brackets. <laughs> and Maryland. In, in Maryland, system. okay. I like the I like the Bama and upset. In the Midwest region, Illinois, Oklahoma State, West mm-hmm. Virginia, okay. and Houston. So, so you so you you're keeping Huggy Bears hopes alive on this podcast. All right. I'm so cool with that. let's go back to the West for you. Gabriel, you have the Zags going up against <laughs> the <laughs> UC. SB Gaucho. I do. I do. Are you going to shock the world? 
I'm not. Okay. <laughs> love, love the run. The gauchos are going to go on. I hope they hope they do me proud. Beating Virginia is going to be dope, but Zags. And let me tell you something about for me when it comes to Gonzaga. I've picked them almost every year to go deep in my brackets. And they always. Do you know the year I didn't pick them? Was the year they went to the national title game. I have a vendetta against this school. And okay. we're going we're to see about that vendetta later on. But as of right now, the Zags are too much, too way too much talent across the floor. They got, who's their, they got somebody who's in the top five Their picks. lotto pick. Oh, my God. There's so many names. Cause I, I, somebody uh, was like, man, he's just too much. They're going to win. I mean, these boys are, um, kill- they got a, probably a couple of them. Give me two seconds with a mighty swip of my, his name, Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs. Jalen Suggs, their point guards, true freshman. Killer. Guy's a killer. All right. So you got the Zags moving on and then you have. Who do you think I'm going with, baby? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love my Kansas Jays. Really? I do. Luca Garza's ugly ass. Really? Is getting it done. These Iowa Hawkeyes, look out for them, man. I'm, t- I'm way, I'm high, high, really high on Iowa. I think they're playing their best ball right now. I think the Big Ten, listen, Big Ten is just killer. I can't really blame anybody for going through the gauntlet of the Big Ten. They were missing their six man, got him back. They're starting to get better on defense. And much like the Celtics, Back when they had a dynasty. You need an ugly white boy to just get stuff done. Kevin McHale, Larry Bird, Danny Ainge. These are some ugly white people, okay? Luca Garza is one of the most forehead-heavy, ugly white people I've ever seen in my entire life. And you know what he gets? Buckets! Onions! That's what he does. Bill Raftery. Bill Raft got probably my one of my favorite commentators. Iowa moves on, setting up a Gonzaga-Hawkeye rematch from earlier in the year in the Elite Eight. Yeah, early in the year. January college basketball. Oh, oh, so you got me. the Zags and Iowa. I got the Zags in, and the Hawkeyes. In the West. In the for West, the West and the Elite Eight. Yes, to move on All right, to the Final let's Four. Let's see what you got in the South. You got Baylor going up against Purdue, correct? Yes, and I do love this Purdue team a lot. A lot of size. Their center is 7-4 and productive. You don't find that a lot. They're very good all over the place. Top 30, top 40 in all categories. But this Baylor team has been amazing with their offensive efficiency. A li- a people are a little low on them because they didn't come back as strong off the COVID pause that they had. But I think their players need to get back into shape a little, get back into their rhythm. It was a terrible timing right, or- right along uh, you know Big 12 tourney time. So... I think, you know, they're going to get their legs under them uh, at Hartford. I have Wisconsin being North Carolina. I think they'll take care of business right there. I think they'll be well the Baylor that we've seen all throughout the year, which they're going to have to be to beat this Purdue team. So I have Baylor moving on uh, into the my Elite Eight. And then you can call it whatever you want to call it. Arkansas beats Ohio State to move on to my Elite Eight. Listen to me, listen to me. Ohio State overachieved, is undersized, and if not for a Mike, they are undersized. Undersized. Little uh, uh, Liddell's their tallest player, and he's six seven. They're undersized, and if not for a Mike Smith miss jumper at the end of the semifinals in the Big Ten tournament, uh, uh, tournament, this team would not be a two seed, probably be a three seed. 
after blowing what was a nine-point lead with one minute to go. I don't trust them. They're a little inconsistent. And Arkansas is smoking hot right now. Probably the best uh, best team in the country when it comes to uh, second-half adjustments. Very well coached. I think that's going to be that size, their offense. They're not going to let Ohio State, which is predictable on offense sometimes, move the ball how they want to. I think Arkansas takes it, setting up a Baylor-Arkansas matchup in the Elite Oh, babe. Oh, babe. This game is going to be 100 to 100. Let me tell you, points, 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 and we don't have to suffer through any more Ohio State basketball. All right, let's move down to the East region, <sighs> where you have in the Sweet 16, I believe. I have my Michigan Wolverines Michigan versus the Colorado, Colorado Buffs. Buffs. And I do, listen, love this Buffs team. They're really good, guard heavy. But against Michigan, your, your guards aren't going to be doing a lot. We guard guards. You're gonna have to Mike get, Smith. You have to bang us down low and get them in the Eli foul trouble. That's right. Sean D. Brown locking up everybody. You got the formula to beat Michigan. You got to get up on them early, and you got to get Dickinson in foul trouble. Messes up the rhythm. Uh, they don't have a big to do that. I think it's just a really bad matchup for Colorado. Uh, so I have Michigan go blue. Moving on. And you got Shaka Smart and Texas taking on UConn. Oh, babe. I was huge on this Texas team early in the year. Senior heavy, ton of athletes, a lot of length. They have all the tools to make it into the Shaka final Shaka Smart, big Shaka nose. Shaka Smart, big nose. He's got a big afro now to go along with the big nose. He's got the quarantine fro. Uh, kind of did a dump off or a mid, again, another He's team. He's been there before. He has with, with, the, sho- uh, with the Shockers. Of v- no, no, not the Shockers. VCU. What's VCU? VCU. I, don't the know Shockers? What, uh, I forgot what they're called. Whatever. Who cares? Um, Wichita State's the Shockers. Wichita State is the Shockers. VCU is something else. Something else. Who cares? Uh, we're talking about Texas. Um, I was big on them early in the year. They had the COVID pause. They had some injuries. I think they're playing their best basketball right now. Won the Big 12 tournament. Big 12... Other than the Big Ten was the best uh, best conference in, in college basketball by far. Um, and I think this is where UConn's Cinderella team ends. I think they're just undersized. think the Texas is just going to come in and just ragdoll them a little bit. I think this is going to be a little... I, I love the guard play at UConn, but I don't think it's going to be enough. So setting up... A Michigan 2005 Rose Bowl <laughs> rematch between the Michigan Wolverines and the Texas Longhorns, and it might end exactly the same way. Oh my God! Anyway, to the Midwest. <laughs> oh man, to the Midwest. All right, who do you got? You got Illinois going against Oklahoma State. So the Fighting Illini, to me, this is the most well-rounded team. Uh, with with uh, Adesumu, with Cokeburn download, they have a legitimate, a legitimate one-two punch. That classic center guard, classic matchup, which is rare nowadays. And Cade Cunningham is probably going to be, not probably, will be the number one overall pick in the draft. They do not back down. This is a tough, tough Oklahoma State team. Gritty. But Illinois is tougher and grittier. And that's going to be, this is going to be a knockdown, drag out game. But Illinois is going to, they've, they've been proven. They've gone through the Big Ten. If you make it through the Big Ten, you can make it through anybody. They're going to make it through Cape Cunningham in a barn burner. 
but I have them moving on. And I have San Diego State taking care of business against Houston to move on to my Elite Eight. I do not know why people are sleeping on the San Diego State team. This was a team that was probably going to be a one seed last year. They lost a little talent, but they're still, again, top 20 offense and defense. They will guard you head up. They'll score points. They have NBA players. And against a Houston team who... Honestly, if you're if if they're not going to dominate you on the boards and defensively, they don't know what to do. And this is a team that's going to meet them straight up. This is a team that does what they do, but they also make their shots. They're also that good on offense. So I have San Diego State prevailing over the Cougars, who I am also high on, but I have them prevailing over the Cougars to set up a Illinois San Diego State Aztec. Elite Eight matchup in the Midwest. This is what your experts brackets should look like. Diversity, matchups, not all one, two, three, and four seats. Jay Billis. More chalk than a playground at these ESPN headquarters. You know what I'm saying? Legs. Um, Oh, yeah, baby. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Uh, In my Elite Eight, I got Gonzaga. I do have the Kansas Jayhawks. You've got to be kidding. After all that Bill self-talk. I, I do. I do. I hate you Just right hold now. on. Oh, oh, they're going to be up by 12 with two minutes go. Okay. <laughs> so I got Gonzaga and Kansas in the west. That's fine. In the south, I got Baylor, Arkansas as well. I lo- You got Arkansas, my guy. In the east, I got Michigan, Maryland. And, wow. And in the midwest, I got Illinois, West Virginia. Okay, love for Huggy Bear. Okay. Maryland. So. Maryland? Yeah. What a run they go They go on. They beat Alabama. They did beat Alabama. In the second round. So anyways, um, let's go to the Elite Eight matchups. <sighs> you have Gonzaga, Iowa. Again. Probably the biggest this elite be, eight matchup for you probably this will be you probably have the most eyes on it listen well michigan texas maybe maybe the zags have not played anyone for everyone who says but they beat virginia but they beat iowa but they uh, it was in january january wins don't count i don't care what anybody says they almost lost to byu they have not been. It's just. Who have you played? This is the same song and dance for Gonzaga every single freaking year. Every year, this is his best team. This is probably my favorite team of Gonzaga. Uh, usually a this one, is probably two the best team. team of Gonzaga. Oh, I got to think this is probably Mark Few's best team. That's probably Mark Few's best team. Every year, it's the same freaking narrative. I'm done with it. I'm sick of the pundits. I'm sick of all this. Iowa! Iowa with the National Player of the Year in Luca Garza with an all-white lineup. Respect to them going Wisconsin basketball back when they had uh, Frank the Tank. They had an all-white lineup, too. They went to the national title game. And you know what? This team is going to follow suit. They're taking out the Zags. Luca Garza's going to ball out. Iowa, not Gonzaga. That's right. I'm lifting my mic for this one. Iowa is going to the Final Four over Gonzaga. If you want a perfect bracket, listen to this show. They're not going to keep them off the fields of Des Moines that night. That's right. The Iowa Hawkeyes. 
in the final we, four. We're doing it for the children's hospital. So remember, if you pick against Iowa, you hate sick kids. <laughs> <laughs> that is so annoying, by the way. Yeah, I love that be, tradition. That is a, it's a nice I tradition. I love it. I love it's, it. It's funny. I'm like, oh, <laughs> anyways. Oh, God. All right. Baylor. The South matchup in the Elite. This is the sexiest one. Bears versus the Arkansas Raiders. Oh, me, oh, my. Is this a sexy matchup we got going? This is offense on offense. I think both teams. You would have thought this was a cotton bowl matchup. For real. For for real. Honestly, (laughs) a lot of football schools in this year's bracket. Uh, Like Iowa, Texas, Michigan, Arkansas, Baylor, Jesus. Ohio State. Come on now. Um, What do we got? This, I think both teams average close to 80 points a game. This is going to be a, we're going to be running and gunning up and down the courts with this one. Uh, this one will be a little bit shorter. Do love Arkansas. Love how they can adjust at half. But I think at this point, Baylor is just going to be really into their own. They're going to be their old self. They're going to be the dominant Baylor of old that we saw through most of the season. I think Baylor really? takes care of them. Yeah, it's going to be a phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. But I think Arkansas, they're young. They don't have a lot of seniors, mostly freshmen, sophomores. Little streaky on the streaky side as well. Like I said earlier, I don't like going big on streaky teams. Baylor, too balanced. I think a bit too just overall. I believe they are just the better team. So I have Baylor in ad- enhancing, advancing. To the final four, I believe for the first time in school history, either the first or second. I can believe it. Too. I believe either the first or second time in school history in the men's bracket. So good for you, uh, Baylor Bears. You're going to the final four. All right. In the East region, the one everybody wants to know. I know. The Michigan Wolverines. Again, of course, Gabe's getting the call in the best part of our uh, podcast. The Michigan Wolverines against Shaka Smart and the Texas Longhorns. I love Eli Brooks. There's going to be a lot (laughs) of people at B-dubs that night. There will be. Uh, Juwan Howard is your coach of the year. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, You know, Dickinson. Big Ten freshman of the year, Eli Brooks, senior, Sean D. Brown. We have a lot of talent. I would not be shocked at all if this Michigan Wolverine team still made it to the Final Four with that well coach and we have that much talent. But damn, 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 damn. This Texas team, I think, is going to be playing like the Texas early and not the one in midseason. I think they're going to be coming. I think they came into their own. I think they're trending upward while Michigan is trending a little downward. You saw what the effects of the liver's injury did. It's a lot to lose. And unfortunately, like I said, it's a 2005 Rose Bowl matchup. And unfortunately, it's going to end exactly the same way as it did for my Michigan Wolverines. Wow. I have Texas and Shaka Smart advancing to the final four. If Eli, if, if, if livers was there. Are you I, serious? Yes. One, look at the. You can look where's, at my bracket here. You can look where's, at one on where, here. where's the blow? I, I was waiting for the however. I know. There's no but, man. I have Texas going to my wow. final four over Michigan. It pains me to say it. I almost I was this this close to putting Michigan in my final four. Just Isaiah Livers is just. I'm sorry. You just can't. That OSU loss looked bad. Looked bad, looked man. Looked bad in the tournament. Looked bad, man. And just we just a little yeah. out of sync. Now, I don't think they're going to go up against anybody like Illinois. No, no. And that's what I'm that's saying. That's the thing. What I'm saying, because I really think Michigan got it easy, easy yeah. in this in the in this field. But there's I really not much competition. But there's yeah. can't, could Jawan get these boys coached up? 
have him playing like a team again. 150 percent Dickinson needs to step it back up Dickinson he's been, little... he's been yeah he well he's a freshman so I know yeah. I, yeah Dickinson that's what I was gonna say we need to step up from Dickinson he gets hot again though that's what I'm saying we could go on a, another yeah. run but, but you know uh I don't think if, if Jawan wants a chance to win I don't believe you should start Johns go small ball move Wagner to the power forward spot have Sean D play at the three you have your best five players on there. I think that's going to be the way to go. He even said, I heard in an interview with him in the Stony on 97.1, he's unsure. You know, he, he went with Johns for the OSU game, but he's, he's trying to figure out a starting lineup. I think Sean D, who was a starter at Wake Forest, I think should get the nod. He's been a little cold, too. He, he was, has he been a little cold. Did three. not shoot well against no, Ohio State. State. Did not shoot no. well against Ohio State at all, but... Yeah, it's you certainly possible. It's certainly Bernie's possible. Yeah, it's certainly possible. Anything can happen. I would not be shocked at all if they beat Texas. Texas, their thing is they're inconsistent, so I could see it happening. But just the loss of Isaiah Livers, I think, just is just a little too much against a very, very good Texas team. So I have Texas. God, I hope it doesn't happen moving on uh, to the Final Four. All right, last one, Illinois. I think my camera died. Don't worry, we got the, that's why I got that one. Um, Illinois and Houston. San Diego State. San Diego State. San Diego sorry, State. sorry, sorry, Come sorry, on. sorry, sorry, sorry. Come sorry. on. I apologize. Aztec fans all over wanting I, respect. I apologize, I apologize. Um, again, this San one Diego this State. one a little bit easy, though. Uh, Illinois. Oh, no huge upsets. No, no, Illinois has gone through the ringer. I think San Diego State is going to be... You know, I think, again, San Diego State's a team that's really gritty and grindy, will beat you up down low, will get you on the boards. But I think with Cokeburn down low with that one-two punch, you know, if Luca Garza doesn't get player of the year, uh, Desumu is right there nipping at his heels. And when you think you when I th- when you have, I believe, two top 10 picks in the draft or two real NBA quality stars, um, I think it's too much for San Diego State. So I have Illinois. You got to go Big Ten, baby. You think I was only going to have one of them in there? No, no, no. You got to have the Big Ten. So we have Illinois moving on to my final four. Completing it with Iowa, Baylor, oh. Texas and Illinois bringing up the rear. Two Big Ten teams. You got to. You got to. Almost went three. If not for Isaiah Livers, I would have gone three. I have two Big Ten teams as well in the final four. Not the same, though. No, no. One of them, probably. I do have Gonzaga. Boo! Screw the Zags. I don't care what anyone says. And the South Region, I have Arkansas beating the Baylor Bears. Wow! Bold, Benny Bold. I like it, though. I like the boldness. I'm not no sucker. I like the boldness. It could happen, though. And out of the East, I do. <gasps> You're going to look like a scumbag. How dare you? Your Michigan Wolverines. How dare you make me look like a scumbag? I think you're right. I think they have, I think, the most favorable bracket. I think they've been cold as hell. But I think Jawan's going to get them boys ready. And um, everybody's against them. Uh, right. I think that's going to get the fuel to the fire. They still are seeing. They got Shondi Brown. They got Mike Smith. Eli these guys, Brooks, graduate Wagner. These oh, are yeah. seniors. You know they they're going to Eli Brooks been there. before. It's going to be balls to the wall. And I think they weren't playing 
their most motivated basketball in the Big Ten tournament. Well, I, I think, think also, they will. And and this isn't Big Ten competition. No, it's not. Who are you going to play? All, Colorado? Come correct. On. And I think also that liver's injury was a nagging injury. Yeah. He heard it in the first Ohio State game, and it's been kind of dicey trying to figure out lineups and stuff. So I do agree with you that now that we know he's not coming back, we know this is your lineup, then you start to settle down a little I think this is where, again, and I think Jawan coaches best when his back is against the yeah. wall, when when you least expect it. You know, remember yeah. back when he won, we're going to shock the world? I think he's picking up that same mentality right now. Again, I wouldn't be shocked if they made it. And I do have Illinois in the Final Four as well. Um, just too good. Too good. Too, too good. Too good. Um, so... Final four, Gabriel has the Iowa Hawkeyes against the Texas Longhorns. In the Big Ten title game, (laughs) in the national title game with Chris Fowler, This because this is a football matchup, this will be a hell, hell of a matchup. I love Luka Garza. I love Shaka Smart at Texas. I love the length Texas provides. I love the consistency that Iowa provides. It's this is going to be Luca Garza nail biter and nail biter one hundred percent. Luca Garza adding to his game as well. He's developing a three pointer a little bit, shooting over thirty percent. How you doing? You can so add that to his game. But again, I think we saw the Iowa ceiling. We saw what that is. I don't know if they just have enough to make it over over the hump texas on the other hand early in the year was a top three team rated uh preseason rankings and again fell through the cracks a little it was a little inconsistent but they are playing their best basketball in the moments you want them to play their best basketball Shaka Smart has been there before. He now has the athletes. He now has the team. He now has the ability to get over that hump. And Luca Garza's amazing Iowa run where they're retiring his jersey and they're going to mount his eyebrows and laminate them above, you know, above half court. It ends and Texas, Texas moves on to your national title game. Wow. Who saw it coming? No. You want a perfect bracket? My camera's dead. You're just listening to this show. All right. The other final four matchup. Oh Gabe has my God. this one. <gasps> this might be an all-time great game. Oh, me, oh, my, the Benny Baylor J. Baylor Bears oh. against the Fighting Illini. You want to talk about all eyes on me television. On a Saturday night. I ain't going nowhere, baby. That would make John Travolta blush. Oh, my. I don't know if there are enough. Oh, yeah, babies for Dick Vitale to throw out there. I think he'll run out. This is probably the game of the year. This is probably the game of the year that you'll see in the final four. Uh, Again, I think these have been the two best teams in college basketball. I think these are the two best. If Baylor was on the other side of the bracket, this would be my national, national championship, championship matchup. You're saying uh, the best roster? I just think best roster overall, best have played the best, been just has shown that pop off the TV that you know what? They're they're ready. They're ready. Um it this was probably my hardest choice going back and forth. And the thing that got it for me was 
the Big Ten is a ringer, man. They this Illinois team beat Ohio State, beat Michigan, beat uh, Purdue, beat. Iowa. They're, they're Iowa. There's ten Big Ten teams, or there's eleven uh, Big Ten teams in this. In this, uh, you know, they beat all of them, and that ain't no joke. They dominated Michigan. They dominated them without Io Desumu. They dominated them in a way that Michigan hadn't been dominated this entire year. Like we weren't making shots against Minnesota. And we lost earlier in the year. We got beat against Illinois. And I said if Michigan had a full roster, they'd probably be my national title uh, champion. And which is why I'm going with Illinois. I think they're tougher. I think this is going to come down to grit. Who's wants it more? And their coach has got them fired up with, I think he thinks they've been disrespected in the Big Ten until they finally won it. I have Illinois beating Baylor in what could be one of the greatest college basketball games we have seen in the last five years. Wow. Uh, advancing to take on the Texas Longhorns in your national championship game. All right. I'm not going to make y'all wait for Gabe's finals too much. <laughs> um, Gonzaga, Michigan in the final four. <sighs> this is, I'm sorry, when uh, Michigan's magical run comes to an end. Uh, and what a run it was. Unfortunately... Gabe will be cursing at the TV. Oh, like one. crazy. Oh, if we lose to, losing to Gonzaga, my, my arch March Madness nemesis, oh yeah. Uh, Gonzaga will move on to the national championship. <sighs> to everybody's chagrin. And the other side, I got Arkansas, Illinois. Illinois is too good. I think Illinois blows them out to go Ooh, wow. to the championship. I can see it. Gonzaga, Illinois. In so my we national. both have Illinois. All right, Gabriel, who do you have? In my Illinois-Texas matchup. National championship. Texas has got the Jim length. Nats. Yeah, Jim Nats. Jim Nats. Grant Hill. For the championship. No! This is, you're, listen, you're going to have players on here who got major onions. A lot of onions on this team. Bill Raftery. I love Bill call. Raftery. Love Bill. Love Bill. Send it in, Jerome. Send it in, Jerome. <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest calls <laughs> ever, ever. So this will be a phenomenal game. Cokeburn, Sumu, they have the athletes and Shaka Smart on Texas. Again, they're playing their best basketball this year. These are both of the teams that are playing. If you notice what I have with these teams, both of them won their conference tournaments. Both of them come from the toughest conferences in college basketball. Both are playing their best basketball now. Now is when they're playing it. They both went through midseason injuries. DeSumo breaking his nose. You had a few players on Texas who got hurt. They are now, again, playing their best basketball of the year, Benny J. However, the Big Ten is a ringer. We were talking about it earlier. Earlier. Illinois might be, we were saying it when they were going on the run the week before Illinois won the uh, the Big Ten tourney. You know, they might be the best team in the Big Ten, man. They're playing tough. They're playing scrappy. They're playing with intense. Like, what did their coach do to rile them up? Didn't you tell me something? Well, they were uh, upset about um, the fact that Michigan didn't play 20 conference That's right. Games and that they didn't win the Big Ten. But what did I tell you? They were going to come out in the Big Ten tourney. With their hair on fire, and they sure the hell did. And this is where that Texas 
inconsistent. I don't see weaknesses with Illinois. I do with Texas. Texas is inconsistent. That's what would be their downfall if they lost to Michigan in the Elite Eight. I just think they're talented enough to make it through to their prior. Still playing their best basketball, however. I don't see weaknesses on Illinois. They're great. They have one-two punches. They are great down low, great on the perimeter. The great coaching who clearly has these kids motivated to play. I think it's going to be a great game. But I got the fighting Illini taking it this year. If you told me in the beginning of the year, I never would have picked this. Illinois 78-71. They win it in the end. The Big Ten remains champ. Do you know a Big Ten team has not won since since Michigan Michigan State? State? Are you kidding 20 me? 20 years. We are breaking that this year, my friend. So the Big Ten We're Championship We're going to be drought. partying in Chicago, baby. The Illinois Fighting Illini are your 2021 national title champions. Wow. I, don't, I won't get a game wrong. So if you want a perfect bracket like I'm going to have, watch this show. <laughs> there you go. Warren Buffett's going to be crying handing those dollars over to you. And I want him in all singles. Bracket. I want him in all singles, Warren, so I can take a bubble bath with him. So I got Gonzaga and Illinois as well. Let me tell you, this matchup, despite the, the, the crap I talk about, you know, the Zags are not playing anybody. They obviously have a ton of talent. This would be probably the battle of the best starting lineups in college basketball, the most well-rounded starting lineups. Gabe and I didn't plan this. Shut up! But I got the finding a line. I win it at all. This is amazing! Um, <laughs> we literally filled out our brackets. We just like, filled, and I promise you guys we did not plan no, this. No, no, not at all. I swear to God. But I do have Illinois. Unbelievable! Winning <laughs> the championship. <laughs> Um, unbelievable. I, look, man, when I when I saw them blow out Michigan, I said, "Hold up, right? Hold up, eyebrow razor." And they and and people were like, "Yeah, this was out Ao Desumo." I was like, "What? The guy who was supposed to play win Big Ten Player of the Year? Twenty points per game, forty percent from three. So when I saw them roll through the Big Ten tourney. Without Rolled. even a sweat. I said, I've seen enough. That Same here. I said, I, I've seen it. enough. That's Whatever it. you throw to them in this turn is not even comparable. So even what you're saying, they have the toughest region. I don't think. It's not tougher than the Big Ten. Exactly. Yep. And that was my thinking as well. And they, time after time, down the stretch, beat how many big... Ranked teams. How many? Whooped on Iowa. Whooped on OSU. Whooped on Michigan. Whooped on Michigan. All the top dogs in the Big Ten, they beat their ass. You mean to tell me Loyola Chicago going to top them? Exactly. No, sorry. Oklahoma State? Sister Jean. San Diego You might want to stay home. Oh, this one might kill her. This one might. Uh, uh, you know what oi, I'm saying? Oi, Give me the fighting Illini. And I know everybody in the state of Michigan is going to be mad. You got them in your final four. I don't think they should be mad at all. Well, because Michigan fans are hate Illinois now. But anyway, because <laughs> um, they've been bitching at Twitter about who should have won the Big Ten. Whatever. Anyways. Whatever. That's that amazing. is all. That's amazing. If you want a perfect bracket, like I'm going to have a perfect bracket, and I can split that billion dollars with you that Warren Buffett's totally going to ha- uh, give me, I'm telling you, you got to go with my picks. I can't believe you got Illinois, too. That's amazing. 
to me, it's the obvious pick. That's amazing. I love, 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 love that. And God, fingers crossed. I'm hoping Jawan gets these boys coached up, and I'm wrong about Texas, yeah, man. I, I hope. I'm and, wrong. And I, here's the thing. I will say this. I think Isaiah Livers comes back. He said it would be miraculous if he comes back. And the if they here's the thing. You're going to keep this kid off the floor? Oh, and during the final the four? Final four? No. They make it to the final four. He's, he's going to pull him. Uh, Willis Reed. He's pulling. Come him. out of the locker room. He, he's, 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 he's playing. Do you know? I, I just, I, because it's Dude. not like he has a broken bone. It's stress. It's, it's a stress fracture. Yeah. And he is. said he's going to be trying his hardest to come back. He said it'd be miraculous. But I mean, if we, I mean, give me till April 3rd, you got a whole month to recover. I know it says recovery time is six to eight weeks on there for a stress fracture, but I mean, listen, that's four weeks, four and some change. Give him a cortisone shot. Listen, how many minutes can I can off of this? How many minutes can you give me against whatever the Zags or Iowa or whatever? How many? I would love that, man. I would love that. You would not see anybody more. I'd be calling you and Marcus. Oh, my. Oh, livers. He's back. National championship. Here we come. So. From all of us here at One Up Those Sports and Entertainment. For every single one of us, we appreciate all of you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to us as we bring to you the best time of year. Uh, like, share, subscribe. We're on Spotify, YouTube, the whole nine. You know where to find us. It's the best damn sports show for sports and debating. We're going to have Marcus back here next week to talk about those anti-Semitic remarks he made and see if we can't right the wrongs that were made by the Filipino flying man from Benny J. Gabriel Fenef, their hosting. It's a What Up Those Sports Entertainment Podcast. My camera's dead right there, so I'm going to look right there. Thank you all for tuning in. Like, share, subscribe. Peace!